0: Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by one of my favorite co-hosts, Rachel Cruz, best-selling author, host of The Rachel Cruz Show, and we are joined together, joined forces to answer your questions about life, money, relationships, the holiday season, whatever is sticking in your craw, we are going to help it come out of your crawl <laughs> as we take your calls. Give us a call. The number is 888 and we'll chop it up with you. Let's go straight to the phone lines. We've got LJ from Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's going on, LJ? Uh,
1: yes, uh, thanks for taking my call.
0: No problem. Um, How can we help?
1: Um, I'm kind of new to all this. I just recently heard about y'all because some friends are talking about a concept of debt snowball mm-hmm. versus a debt avalanche. Mm-hmm. And it got me curious, so I started looking and researching all up and found the baby steps. And I got some savings, so I'm trying to pay off debt. So I'm looking at all the places to get my, like, hands-on money, you know, to help pay debt off. Yeah. And I have a 401K that they call the target date 401K Uh from a previous job. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there any downsides, or is that a good place to look uh, at getting money to help pay off debt? since I'm currently in uh, for or uh, 457 at my new job.
0: Yeah, I mean I love the fact that you're looking for ways to pay off your debt and I love that you feel that it's urgent for you to quickly get your debt paid off, but I would not pull from retirement savings of any kind in order to do that. And you know, the fact that you once had a 401k and now you have a 457, that's not really a license to do that because it's still retirement money. And so there's still penalties and fees if you were to dip into that money. Um, Not to mention that's not truly the solution, right? We don't want you robbing from Peter to pay Paul. And so I think the solution for you is probably going to be finding that money either by picking up extra work or cutting back areas in your budget.
2: LJ, your okay. your 401k that was with your previous job, is it still there? Have you rolled it over into a traditional IRA? Uh,
1: it's still with the company that okay. I left it with.
2: Okay, so I would recommend actually taking that out and just rolling it over to a traditional IRA. One of our SmartVestor pros in your area can help you do that. Um, But yeah We don't I wouldn't leave My 401k With a job That I'm not at Currently Mm -hmm. So rolling that over Just to an IRA Is is one move You could do It won't help With the debt payoff But it will help With your investing uh, Overall picture Mm
1: -hmm. Okay So not to put it With the new 457 government program That I have
2: No I would keep it separate And just a traditional IRA Yeah So that you're not Paying taxes And then uh, How much debt Do you have LJ? Uh,
1: About 33,000
2: Okay and how much do you make a not year?
1: my mortgage. Um, me and the wife combined make about 90.
0: Okay, that's, that's great. Look, you can be out of this yeah. debt in a year. I mean, if you were, if you guys decided, hey, we're going to live on 60,000, you're out in 12 months. And that's not, that's okay. not including extra side hustles, which you could easily decide to pick up. Right. So what do you think about that?
1: That actually sounds really good. <laughs> That'd does, be awesome to get out of all this debt.
0: Do, does it seem possible? Like when I said that, did you go, "Oh yeah, we can do that"? Or was that like, oh, "You're right, Jade." What did you think?
1: Well, I, I it it sounds great. Um, I just thought it would take more like two or three years.
0: No, I. The good news is you can do this really quickly. I mean, just looking at the numbers, and like I said, you guys cutting down your lifestyle, which is going to take you guys getting on a budget. Which are you already on a budget? Uh, A loose one. A loose one. What are you using? Is it, what are you using currently?
1: Uh, We just run our numbers through a, you know, like Excel spreadsheets.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to get you guys hooked up with Every Dollar because it is the best budgeting app that is out there and it'll help you get a really, really clear picture on what your numbers are every single month and it'll help you set those goals. You can really get in there and see like to the date when you're gonna be done paying off your debt and you get to adjust that money and adjust those payments in order to get it done either faster or push it down a little bit. So that's our gift to you today. Look, I'm really proud of you. That's a really, really great call. Thank you so much for the call, LJ. Look, you can do it. And I think a lot of people, Rachel, do think that, oh, I can get out of debt, but it's gonna take me all these years in the future. Yeah. But then when they really start crunching the numbers, they're like, hey, I can do this even faster than I what I once yep. thought I could. Exactly. All right, let's go to Kevin. He's in Houston, Texas. What's going on, Kevin? Let's make it a quick one. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. How are uh, you?
3: Good to finally talk to you guys. You too. So, I'll, I'll make it short and simple. Um, I just paid off like 10,000 dollars in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. I'm on baby step number 2. Good for yes. you. So, my next uh loan to attack is my truck loan.
2: Okay. And it's
3: my only thing I have left, but it's a high one. It's around eighty three thousand dollars left. Whoa. It used to be ninety four. It used to be ninety four thousand but now it's at eighty three because I make extra payments.
0: What kind of month. truck is
3: this? This is a souped up Ford F two fifty Lariat.
0: Is it
2: for work purposes? Uh, no,
3: it's just pure luxury. I'm one of those that just has the truck for luxury. I don't pull nothing.
2: How much do you make it's a year Kevin? I um
3: I make about fourteen thousand a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah give or take. Like sometimes it could be ten, twelve,
0: fourteen. Yeah. Depends on how much I want to work. I'm <laughs> selling it. Yeah,
2: I'm selling it. I would, Kevin. Eighty three thousand dollars in a truck that's that has yeah, debt that's going down in value that you're paying interest on. Wow.
3: Yeah, it it took me like a while to get it because it was like. I had to pre-order it. I believe never-
2: it. <laughs> I'm sure you did.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I bet. And uh, so I do want to add it to the, to the debt snowball, but I just I'm trying to figure out how to go about it. If I should just pay more every month, or just save up one giant sum and just no, pay it off.
2: no. You want to be paying on it, yes. As you, as you get extra cash flow, you're throwing it at the truck. But we would. I mean, I would run the numbers, Kevin. I would Kelly Blue Book it, run a scenario look on craigslist look at you know local dealerships for other trucks and just for a for a second just think oh my gosh because how much is your payment
3: it's about
0: 1700 a month oh
2: lord sell it kevin (laughs) kevin kevin run the numbers okay go to Ramseysolutions.com and pull up our investment calculator if you invested 1700 dollars a month if you invested that kevin do you know how much money you would have? I wish I had my computer on. Oh I would gosh. do it right now.
0: I'm a skeleton. Kevin, we're I'm ba- dead. I am just. I wow. And do you have other debt besides this, or is this going to be it?
3: This is it. This is really my only payment I have a month. is because all, all my other expenses are paid for. So wow, Kevin, all that have to worry about. Rachel,
2: you keep the conversation here. going. I'll do the investment. Calculator. Okay, you got to go. We got like thir- We got thirty seconds. Okay, I would. I mean, Kevin, I, I'm not gonna sit here and like convince you. You're you're a grown man. You can do what you want, but but our biggest goal is that we want your money working for you, not against you. There's so much of your income and heart. You you make incredible money. I mean, if 150 to 160 a year, that actually be building wealth for your family. You could actually be changing your legacy and building your wealth with this versus sending it to. Uh, where Ford Motor Company or wherever it is going, right? So so there's there's power in letting your money work for you versus it working for a car dealership. And that's what you're doing right now with this truck. Wow. If you did, I'd sell it.
0: If Go. you did $1,700 a month, $2,225,000 after 25 years. 25 years, you could have $2,000,000. This is The Ramsey Show.
5: Did you know statistically when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family that women are more likely to be Uninsured or underinsured than men. This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay at home moms all need term life insurance.
0: you're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We'd be happy to hear from you. We'll go straight to the phone lines where we've got Caleb in North Carolina. What's going on, Caleb?
6: Um, Hi, so my question is, so I work with my dad after I'm done with school like two or three times a week, uh-huh. and I make like a week, and I want to know what I can do with my money
2: right now to set up myself for my future. My goodness, Caleb, how old are you? I'm 12. Wow, that's so impressive. What kind of work do you do with your dad? We
6: go to people's houses and fix, like, washers, dishwashers, refrigerators, and, like, microwaves and stuff like that.
2: Wow. Caleb, let me tell you, not just the money you earn is helpful, but knowing how to do all of that okay. later in life in about ten years. <laughs> I know right. You, people will be very thankful to be your friends mm-hmm. because you not not a lot of people know how to fix all that stuff, Caleb. So I love that you're even learning that that trade now. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. amazing. well, uh, i would I would love to hear what Jade would say about this because mm-hmm. we both have kids. Mm-hmm. Caleb. So we, think about this a lot for our kids but the fact that you're earning money like this I think is fantastic so I think the first conversation I would have looking to the future the next the big purchase you'll probably have in your future is a car when you turn 16 Mm -hmm. so I'd ask your parents what their plan is for that if they have um, if they were thinking about you know if they would have the money that they were going to plan on maybe buying you a used car or if they were going to expect you to maybe pay for that or maybe they would match what you save but I would I would probably have a conversation first and foremost about a car which seems kind of far away I know you're 12 and 16 seems yeah. far but there's really um besides just buying some things that you may just want for fun uh, I think working towards a big purchase is a really great goal at your age mm-hmm. I'd agree with that yeah I I use
6: every dollar, and I have my um, financial plan for um, December. This I'm guy. I'm going to put 80% of my stuff into, um, 80% of my money into savings, and then 10% into tithes and 10% into fun money.
2: Wow. Well, for you. Caleb, so what do you spend money on right now as a 12-year-old? What are things that are fun for you to spend money on? Well, to be honest, I I, like, I like going, I like, I spend it on video games,
0: to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hey, that's great. That's great. That's great. Good for you, Caleb. Wow. Very impressive.
0: And your parents, look, when you get off the phone, give your parents a big hug because they have really taught you well. And for those listening, he is doing right. Like you do three things with money. You can give it, save it or spend it. So he's decided to save 80%, which is a lot. That's a lot. Great. That's that's great. And then you're giving 10% and spending 10%. And in your case, yeah, I think spending on video games sounds wonderful. (laughs) I don't have anything to add to this, Caleb. I just want to say thank you for your call. You're doing such a good job come over to my house and fix the dishwasher. You know what I'm saying?
2: Or be a co-host here and help some people out because you're doing real good for 12 years old. Wow, I know that's right. Shout out to the parents. I know. Well done. So great. Thanks for calling, Caleb. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Lauren in Dallas, Texas. What's going on in your world, Lauren?
6: Hi. So my mother-in-law lives with us. Um, She's going to be moving out in June when our lease is up. Um our rent is 2400 and she pays 800 of that. So I'm getting a raise in January which will increase our income about 550 a month. Um my question is since we're kind of paycheck to paycheck right now, um should we use the raise to save for a security deposit and moving expenses and move somewhere less less expensive in June or should we use the um the raise to pay off debt until the lease is up and then stay in our current home come June.
2: Hmm. The lease is up in June. Um how much do you guys make a month?
6: Um currently about one oh six. Um with my raise, we'll be up to about one fifteen, but
2: a year? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. And what do you take home each month? Like what do you see when you take home your check each month? Um about hmm, 55, 55. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, how much debt do you guys have?
6: <laughs> Quite a bit. Um, with cars, credit cards, uh, medical debt, student loans, um, all that we're at about a hundred
2: thousand.
0: Okay. okay hundred thousand. And you said it's cars, medical debt, credit cards, just kind of normal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with your current um, income, yeah, twenty four hundred dollars a month for rent. I mean, that's that's bumping up to close to half your your income. So, uh, I yeah, that this is too of an expensive place, Lauren. That where you guys currently yeah. are. Um, so, if your lease is up in June, I, I mean, you probably can't. I don't know if you can break the lease or what. If you can move out sooner, but um, I would work towards looking for a new place in June. Uh, especially since your mm-hmm. mother-in-law is not going to be living with you guys. Um, yep, find the the cheapest place that you can, mm-hmm. and then um, from there start working the debt snowball. But between now and then, I would st- I would st- I would start the debt snowball though, Lauren. I would I would find that sm- yeah. what's, what is your smallest debt out of um, everything you listed? Probably a credit card. Okay, which is how much really, like, how much do you owe on that? Uh, Two thousand. Okay. okay, so yeah, I would make it a goal, you know, to start chipping that away and and. Um, mm-hmm working extra and i guess is the 115 a year include you and you and your husband's income yes okay so yeah i i mean you have a yeah i mean you're you're making good money but you also have a good amount of debt 100 yeah. gra- 100k so i'm going to say that there's probably going to be a season of side hustles and mm-hmm. earning some extra yeah. income do you guys have kids yeah we
6: have 3 okay wow
2: okay um, so, yeah, so that's always a tricky thing to navigate. And Jade, I know you and Sam did that with kids, too. And so, like, it just, that adds a dynamic that's very real. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That makes it difficult. But I think for you guys to be as focused as possible and map this out. But I, I sadly learn I don't, I, I can't in good faith tell you to stay where you are when half of your income is going to yeah. be going to this rent. Because it's just, it's you guys will not be able to get traction of no. paying off this debt. No, definitely not. I yeah. look,
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Um, have you priced out some uh, cheaper apartments in your area?
6: Yeah, we're current, we currently have two dogs also, so we're in a house right now. So I feel like we need to stay in a house just because we're a family of five with two dogs. and yeah. it's a little chaotic in an apartment. I can imagine. So um, we're kind of on the outskirts of mm-hmm. Dallas where it's cheaper, but I'm not sure kind of what we what we can find that's going to fit us mm-hmm. um, that's going to be cheaper.
0: Yeah, you gotta find. You're definitely gonna need to find something. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it goes one or two ways. You either see your income going up substantially, like 25% more, to where this knocks down yeah. to where it's supposed to be, or you find an apartment or a home to rent that's 25% less.
2: Yeah, and Lauren, and remember, this is just for this is temporary. Which I I, I know wow. it's like it sounds. It sounds. It's easy on our side of the desk to be mm-hmm. like, go find another place to move. And you're thinking of all the logistics and sure. upbringing your family. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know it's a lot. Cool. I know. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. It's a lot. So there's either going to have to be what Jade said, substantial income raises that you guys are just working extra. But I don't want you to do that to have to float a necessary payment like rent, right? Like, if you're doing that mm-hmm, to pay yeah. off debt, that's a seasonal thing. But I don't want your lifestyle currently where you guys you you just can't afford where you live. And mm-hmm. so I think that there is yeah. going to have to be some really hard conversations and and it's kind of one of those things Lauren, you know, choosing your hard. And we yeah. talk about this a lot. Like where you are now currently with money is hard, mm-hmm. right? You're feeling the stress, yeah. you're feeling like, "Oh my gosh, we have so much debt. I I'm str- I don't like this." Like that's hard. It's also mm-hmm. hard to move and to downsize and to make some tough decisions with schools and the logistics of your family. That's not fun. That's hard. But at least at the end of that hard, there's a level of peace that comes because you can actually breathe and get some control where this hard that you're in, if you just stay where you are, literally physically in that house, but also where you are financially, it's going to continue to have this hard. Mm -hmm. And I would choose the latter, the latter hard. I would too, because like you said that intensity that you put
0: in that's not supposed to be your life the way your life is lived. right right like you'll just yeah everything you do is like i'm just working to live you know i'm just working to do this house payment and then you're gonna hate your house
2: because oh it's taking you away from your kids exactly yeah it does it's a burden not a blessing that we talk about a lot on this show that's right this is the ramsey show
0: What's going on, friends? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am your host this hour, Jade Warshaw, joined along with best-selling author and author of the new book, I'm glad for what I have. Yes. Yes, Yes, love it. Right. Rachel Cruz is sitting next to me today, and we're taking your calls about your life and your money. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And I have to tell you guys, um, it's always an exciting day when someone pops into the office and is like, Jade, have you seen this latest Video on TikTok. And I'm always like, no, I haven't because I don't hang out on TikTok, but I'm always very entertained on what they bring. And so today there was a video that came across Rachel and I was like, this is crazy. You haven't seen it yet. No, I've not. But I thought it would be cool. And James was like, hey, we need to watch this and we need to see you guys' reaction to it. So go ahead and give it a whirl. I feel
4: like. My husband and I are doing everything right. We both have good jobs. I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I work full time. He works full time. We just got paid this past Friday, right? We paid the mortgage, <laughs> bought some groceries, put some gas in the car. And guys, it is Tuesday, and we have like two or three hundred dollars to last us until next Friday. <laughs> like. We don't live in a big house. We, we live in a little ranch. It's 1,100 square feet, three bedrooms, one bath, us and our two kids. I'm so stressed out. This isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, growing up, we were told, go to college, get a degree, work to support your family. Here we are.
0: Did that. Now what? Now what?
2: Wow. Oh, man,
0: listen, oh. you should know that we did edit it down that that video quite a bit because it was pretty long. OK, and she's emotional the entire time. And she also does mention, Rachel, that she works full time as a registered nurse. Her husband works full time as well and does side work. Okay. They have two kids is what she says. And she says in the video that we just got paid on Friday. Mm hmm. Paid the mortgage. Yeah. Just mortgage, gas, and groceries. And now to only have two to three hundred dollars, that's like the Yeah. That's crazy. Look, I have my take on it. You tell me yours. Whoa, okay.
2: Um my knee jerk is I feel like we get callers like this a lot. I do I mean, yes. I feel like the state of money is not always pretty and it's and it's really stressful. Mm-hmm. And even when you do, you know, we even talk to people on baby steps four through six and they're like, oh my gosh, it still kind of feels tight because mm-hmm. like we're having the fun kids. You know, and all of that is, mm-hmm. is, is real, but they're not at a breaking point at mm-hmm. what she is at. So my natural reaction is how much is the mortgage? Yeah. How much are you guys making a mm-hmm. month? What other debt? So you just got paid yes and you only have three to it so that means that if pay, they
0: only really if they really only did groceries gas and mortgage that means yes there's a ratio yeah that could be off somewhere
2: yes and and if you only have two to three hundred dollars left in your account that means the other paycheck you got 15 days ago is mm-hmm. gone too what is that going to are there other payments you know what i mean like as it starts to decrease that much
0: well let's look at this in a real way okay so let's say She got paid on the 30th, which is like the first for most people. Okay. And if they paid their whole mortgage, that's most people's biggest bill. So that's gone. And then if they spent half their grocery money, half their gas money, then I'm like, okay, the next check is if they've got two kids, we don't know how old they are. Let's say they're in daycare age. Maybe the next biggest chunk goes to daycare. Then the other half goes to gas. Other half goes to groceries. My question still is... If you can only pay three things, then there's something ratio. There's a ratio that's off. Yes.
2: Like we say 25% for housing. Mm-hmm. But also I would want to know where, where where else is that? Right. So like where did the 15th paycheck from the month before? Yes. Where is that all going? Yes. Is there payments? Two car payments sitting in the driveway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to know so many other things. I mean, she, she because, says, "quote
0: We did every we've done everything right," which I
2: feel because that yeah. is that is a sentiment. What she mm-hmm. said is, yes. "You're told go to college." In fact, when I went to school, you know, which was 15 years ago, it, it, there was no even talk of uh, of hey, let's look at price tags. It was really yeah. go where you can get in. Mm-hmm. You go. And you'll get a great job working 40 hours a week. Everything's going to be fine, right?
0: And she says, I don't know if it was in this video because I've seen both versions. Did she say that she's going to school full time too? No. She's going to. Okay. Okay. So that wasn't in the clip, guys. She's going to school full time as well. well. Which is a big expense. So here's my take. Here's, this is just me. She says, okay, I'm working full time, going to school full time. Papa's working full time. He's got a second job plus two kids. Forget finances. I'm just crying every day anyway. Yeah, Because that's just a <laughs> lot. Like, let's be honest. That's just a lot in Probably life. I'm overwhelmed. The number <laughs> that, of hours in a day. <laughs> so part of me also feels like there could be a piece of this that's like, if she's going to school full time. Stress is somewhere else too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, it, stress will make everything seem worse. Yes. Right. And yes. when you feel stretched on your time, it makes everything harder. Like, Those $300 that they have all of a sudden just feels like even less, right? Because like, I don't want to cook tonight. And I don't want like, there's a lot that feeds into that. And so part of me just wonders, well, I have two thoughts. A, I'm like, are you paying your way through school? That's a big piece of the budget. Or are you going into debt for school? Mm -hmm. That not only adds to debt, but also stress. So I just see... A real domino effect that seems to be taking place, and part of me wonders: Okay, do you guys need to pull back in some way? Maybe you need to wait on school. Do you know is it going to ROI the money? You think it's going to ROI? Like, there's so many things. Listen, when I say end this, of the day,
2: yeah, she needs to call us, oh and I would, we need to help her honestly, with her budget. Well, and and I'm like, maybe it's just because we're on the Ramsey show watching this, but I automatically would not be like, how much are the car payments? How much yeah. are the de-? like? Because that's always our thing. But Jade, and and again, this may not be her situation, but statistically speaking, could easily fall into this scenario. Where there's two $600 car payments in the driveway yeah. and that's $1,200 that's gone every single month out of a yes. paycheck. So like there are real things that could be happening behind the scenes numbers wise 100%. that could actually free her up. I believe so there I, are. I, I, would want, I would want to know. Yeah. Because if you're a registered nurse, you're making great money. And if your husband's working full time and on top of that, working yes. a side hustle. Um, and if you're in a state some,
0: where the nurses don't make a lot of money, maybe you need to move. because. Mm-hmm that pay changes depending on where you live. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, like plenty of people all the time are in jobs where uh, theoretically they should be earning more, but they happen to be in a place where they're just not earning that much. And so in this case, I feel like that could be at play, but I don't think that we heard this part either in this clip, but she also goes on to say, someone needs to do something about this. Like, Mm. and she starts talking about the state of the economy and she does say like, you don't like, don't comment to me about Trump and don't comment to me about Biden, but this is an economy problem and someone needs to fix it. Maybe if we all band together, some someone will fix this and Mm. someone will hear us and come help us. And I'm like, if you're to the point and this is not criticism, by the way, like I'm saying this as a person who is, I had that same, I've had a moment in my Jeep Liberty with my husband, when I told him to pull the car over because this cannot go on any further. And I like, seeing her cry through tears, like, I know what that is. Yes, yes. And I, I felt that. But at the same time, you can either look at that as a moment of, someone come help us. Someone needs to do something. Or go, what are, I yeah. need to do something. I can't keep living like this. My husband and I have to change. Like, where is that side of it?
2: Yep, yep. Because that's... the complete flip of the perspective. That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, because yes.
0: I, I, I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be ugly or, you know, incompassionate. But the fact is, Probably no one's going to knock on your door and go, I'm here to save you. Yeah. Like No one's going to do that. The government, look, they're just going to keep on ticking yeah, and keep yeah. on. And I don't want you to keep living like that. So my guess is there's probably not a real budget in place because when there is a real budget, you can see, like you said, if those ratios are off, mm-hmm. if you're like, wow, we're paying 50 percent for this 1100 square house you yeah, know yeah that's too much like you, you you'll be able to see those numbers so
2: yeah and i think you're right that the idea that you have to advocate for yourself no one is going to come save you and that's true with your health with your i mean like all mm-hmm. these areas of life not just money mm-hmm. but you do get to a point as a grown-up where you're like oh my gosh i felt this with my kids like at the doctor or something i'm like Oh, there's no one out. Like, it's me. It's yeah. me that's having to do this, right? So, like, there's a moment where you have to be the advocate for yourself and your advocate for change. And it's hard. But but, but what she's feeling, a lot of people feel. Because it has been a hard year, you guys. It's been a hard year. But we also want to look at the numbers. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This
0: is Rachel Cruz. And we are taking your calls all hour. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5222. Two two five. We'd be happy to hear from you. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Diana from New York, New York. What's going on, Diana?
7: <laughs> Hi, ladies. I'm uh, I'm well. I'm just outside of New York. I'm in Connecticut, and um, I am calling because my husband and I we've been married eleven years. We have three amazing kids. And uh, we are struggling. Um, when we first got married, um, we my husband really struggled. Um, he was laid off from a job uh, just before our wedding, and um, we uh, it was unexpected. We were given the choice when we had a wedding. Um, I have super savvy, money savvy parents, and um, I just kind of thought that, uh, you know, the lifestyle would somehow continue, and uh, we were keeping up with the Joneses, and we chose the wedding over the down payment for the house. We were paying, um, you know, uh, higher rents, and it put us in a position where um, we made very bad decisions with credit cards. And we've honestly been struggling uh, just ever since. Um, Income-wise, we're in a good place right now, Um, but uh, we had two kids um, 11 months apart, Um, within the year of getting married. And now we have a little girl that's just about to turn four. Um, But we still have that credit card debt from like, uh, you know, six, seven years ago. Um, And uh, we're in debt and we're living paycheck to paycheck. No matter how much we make, it just never seems to be enough. And um, I just really want to get smart with our money and um, I just feel like we're in this big hole and we can't get out of it because of our past mm-hmm. and um, we have about uh, $65,000 total worth of debt and um, we don't even touch 45000 of that and because we have poor credit um, you know we pay high interest rates for um, our cars and mm-hmm. you know have all along and we were just finally on the path to homeownership and uh, two months, two years ago, two months before we closed on our house, my husband was laid off again. Mm. Um, and fortunately we never missed a beat, a paycheck. He was, uh, reemployed within two months, okay. um, and ended up income wise getting more. But, um, at that point we had no choice. We were going to lose the house. Yeah. So my mom mm-hmm. fortunately stepped in and took on the mortgage for us. Ooh. Um,
0: but, uh, so you're but, in the house um, now?
7: we are in the house now and who's paying the mortgage yeah we are we're safe okay Um, like i said my parents fortunately um are what is the mortgage opposite
0: of me (laughs) can i get a few can i get a few particulars from you what sure
2: okay Uh, how how much start with yeah go ahead yeah how much are you guys making a year
7: um, my husband makes about one twenty five and I make about twenty five. and then we each have a, a few occasional side hustles, but um, they're seasonal. So per month we bring in anywhere between ninety six and ninety six hundred and twenty, I would say um, I'm sorry, ninety six hundred and ten thousand five hundred a month.
0: Okay. and can you go through and list out each debt that you have that totals up to sixty five thousand?
7: We have about forty five thousand in personal loan. Um, we have 14,000 on a car. Um, fortunately, fortunately we were able to, before we, um, purchased our home, we got rid of his car because he went fully remote during the pandemic. Okay. Um, and so we're a one car family now. Okay. I did get into a, unfortunately a car accident. Um, and so the car that was paid off, uh, was totaled. Um, we probably made a mistake by, um, you know, buying a car worth more than what we had.
4: Mm-hmm. But
7: uh, we've got fourteen thousand in a car loan remaining. Um, and we put about uh twenty thousand down when we bought the car two years ago.
0: Okay, what other what other debt? So we've got the forty five thousand personal loan, fourteen thousand on a car.
7: Yeah, and then um about five thousand um I would say in uh, credit card debt, five and probably about four thousand in medical.
0: Okay. So You've got a really good income. This is good. Um, the sixty-five thousand dollars of debt, and the one thing I also want to ask you is a, your mortgage payment. I wanted to know how much your mortgage payment is every month.
7: It's twenty-five hundred.
0: Okay, not not a problem.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, after we pay our bills, I mean, it just seems like every month, anytime we get ahead, I mean, just like with home oil, you know, once we get a delivery, we have we're back to zero. And, um, you know, and plus we have poor credits, so we have nothing to, you know, float us. And, you know, to be honest
0: with you, when I look at your debt, there's nothing on here that I, that I go, oh my gosh, they've got, they're drowning in payments. Like you've got a lot of debt here, but I, I also wonder if you guys is spending it is where it's like where, where your spending is out of control because I'm looking, I'm like, okay, a $4,000 medical debt, $5,000 in credit cards. If you're paying minimum payments, and you're making ten thousand five hundred a month. That's not what's f- sinking you, right? Your fourteen thousand so dollars car struggled. is not what's sinking you. You yeah, know, does I'm that make sense? Yeah, I'm definitely the one
7: causing. Yeah, I'm definitely the one causing that, and I recognize that. Um, I definitely have a hard time with not keeping up with the Joneses, and you know, I definitely, um, I'm definitely the spender, and. Um, I'm definitely the cause of, I think, a lot of that too. Um, you know, we tend to uh, eat out a lot because we're busy yes. with the kids uh-huh. and we're working, and uh, paired with, you know, trips to Marshalls and Home Goods. And oh, see, that's in that, that girl, that's
0: where the money's going, and I'm glad that you recognize <laughs> yeah. that that it's you doing that. The question is. What's going to happen to change that? Because here's the thing, you could pay off all this debt, but if you don't get your spending under control, you're still going to spend away all the money that you're supposed to be using to do things like save and invest. And this is going to be an ongoing problem for you, even if you guys manage to pull yourselves out of debt over time. So we've got to get a handle on that. And I'm guessing you're not on any real budget. It's kind of just pay the bills and everything else is up for grabs kind of thing.
7: Yeah, I try a budget, but then, you know, something happens, or we need home oil, heating oil, or, you know, um, I have a rare eye condition, and, you know, um, a contact lens tears, and I need a contact lens that weirdly isn't covered by the insurance company, and it's just like one thing after another, it seems, and any time we get an nest egg, it just seems like
0: something pops up. Okay, well, that's where your budget is going to help you, because if you if you're doing a good budget, You're going through every single dollar and you're assigning it with a purpose and you're choosing like budgets include more things than just rent, mortgage, utilities. It includes things like a trip to the eye doctor or my contact lenses or a miscellaneous category for things that, you know, there's always something that pops up in the month. that's like, I didn't know this was coming, but I've got this little, you know, cushion here just in case. And so that's what a good budget boils down to. But I cannot stress it enough. At the end of the day, it's the budget is a tool it's something that we pick up and then we wield it and use it and follow it or don't follow it. Right. The budget doesn't do the thing for you. At some point you do have to be like, I'm a, I'm a grown woman. Like I'm a grown woman who has the ability to say yes or
2: say no. And it sounds like
0: you're kind of to that point.
2: Yeah. and Diana, there's, and you've said it twice on this call. So I'm going to just kind of say what you've said is keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses. I know, you know, like you've said that a few times and, Mm -hmm. um, you know money we can we can talk about the numbers a lot and that's what we're good at on this show to help you solve that but what jade said earlier was exactly right that <laughs> until you diana like there's something there's there's something in there with you and i can say this because i'm a spender and i get it but i think being able to pinpoint what is it in me that is causing that what is it what is the insecurity in me because it's not other people's fault right they're living that lifestyle but what we have to realize yeah. is you know, comparison will always be in us. I was talking to Dr. John Zoloni about this. Like there's a core part of humans that like, comparison's a real thing. Like even back with our ancestors when they had to hunt and they, you know, they had to figure out things like you're constantly, you know, sizing up things in your life and people had to do that for survival. So like that is a part of who we are. We're, we are naturally bent to look around and see. But the problem is, is when we look around and see and suddenly we say, Oh my gosh, I want what they have because what they have is going to fulfill something in me, deep within me that's that's missing and that's what I have to have. So there's there's some core um emotional parts of this diana in you specifically and in your story that i would love for you just to dive in if you hold on austin will pick up because i want to give you my book know yourself know your money mm. and love your life not theirs it's all about comparison mm. give her um, mine too give her mine too because they oh yes and money's not a math problem jade's quick read so so this is so true for a lot of people diana but if you can if you can get diana under control and actually start mapping out a budget i think you guys are going to see a lot of progress but it's hard but you can do it
0: you can do it we're pulling for you diana this is the ramsey show